0: And with that, we are now live on a uh, very special, very live episode of the Dorks Podcast. And, uh, oh, and there's my dog (laughs) barking. Dog's live as well. Uh, We have some very, very special guests tonight. Uh, But before we get into that, I'm going to play a dorkening intro because we don't have a video intro for the Dorks Podcast. Here we go. Grounds coffee knows how important your coffee is to you every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest deepest smoothest flavor you'll ever find we're coffee freaks too and deadly serious about our brew just one sip and you'll know why we say once you go deadly you don't go back it's truly coffee to die for so when you're ready to get a little deadly Get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, Ah! it's scary. Yeah, it's only Wednesday, Wednesday, Alex. And uh, here we are with us today. We have James.
1: What's up, everybody? I do apologize up front. If I get very excited or very pissed, I'm watching the Bruins game kind of in the corner. So (laughs) I apologize up front about that.
2: Oh, this should be entertaining. We should have priorities. All right, cool. Alex. Hey, if
3: I seem bummed, it's because I just watched uh, *Making a Murderer* season two, episode one, and I'm still just kind of irked.
0: You're just now <laughs> watching that? Yep. Oh my, we have we have much to discuss.
3: No, y- yo yo, no, no, I, because I I've been hesitant to Google it, so I've just like been like I I'll just find out what happens, I guess.
0: Okay, uh, ju- just a heads up: go on to Reddit and subscribe to TikTok Manitowoc.
2: Why would no,
1: you suggest just, just...
2: go on Reddit? Just... Are you not surprised he said to go on Reddit even though there he was
1: basically like stay away from Reddit We're earlier this sick. week?
3: It's barely like two seconds into the goddamn episode. You
1: know?
0: How about how about you finish
2: <laughs> how about you finish the intro, Leo? How about you do that? Same,
0: I, I did I said I, I said Yo Yo's here.
4: No you didn't.
0: Yeah I did. Yo <laughs> nobody...
4: I mean, Yo's here, but about going back to Reddit um, now. Like how, and- how long do and- we reenact the opening of the Brady Bunch?
2: <laughs> I want to be Sam the butcher.
0: <laughs> and uh speaking of that cat
2: be I wanna be uh, cousin Oliver. How about that? How, miniature miniature, miniature what's his face. How yeah. about you be the only reason I'm here is because Chuck is on. Yeah.
4: Oh. Uh, you know. yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, so Chuck our guest Chuck is here.
4: I yes, thought we so are hello, How you doing? Hey <laughs> Chuck. Uh, so uh how's it going? Chuck?
0: Why don't you, you uh doing? now, now um uh, give us a brief synopsis of yourself, Chuck?
4: Um, so I'm Chuck Staten. I am in, uh, I do the Chuck and Brad podcast out of Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, it's a pop culture podcast and, uh, I'm a musician in the band Senior Discount. So we talk about kind of my life in Senior Discount. We're a punk band out of Providence. And, um, I do the film work for the podcast, Tell Them Steve Dave. So we talk about the film work and, uh, my podcast partner, Br- Brad of the Chuck and Brad podcast, and I do, uh, live comedy shows. So we kind of talk about pop culture from the viewpoint of active artists in the world of film music and comedy and stuff like that. so very
2: cool those are, those are my things and so uh, the the live comedy shows are they like oriented around the band or is it do you stand up as well
4: uh no so basically we've we've done live we've done uh, comedy videos uh almost like a sitcom uh, like almost like the monkeys you know how the monkeys is kind of a mm-hmm. fictionalized version of those guys we've done those for the band for years and years and years but our live comedy is is um it's mostly just myself and Brad and sometimes we do stand up. It's mostly Brad and myself doing some kind of two man comedy show. Nice. And uh the reason the reason I'm here I guess is because we're going to go on like a short run of dates this week. We're doing Chuck and Brad Reimagine the Avengers live in uh, Hartford Connecticut, New York City and Boston Massachusetts. Um and uh I'm trying to spread the word about the show, but it's it's really cool. We actually, we have this comedy club in Rhode Island called the Comedy Connection in East Providence, Rhode Island. It's kind of this historic place that a lot of people have come up through, like Mark Marin and Pete, Pete Holmes. David Telk still comes through. It's like a it's like a mid-sized club that's just an excellent, excellent comedy club, um, and they were nice enough, the owners, Dave and Corey, were nice enough to kind of give us an experimental night where we could do whatever we want, Me and uh, me and my buddy Brad. And we started eventually doing these movie retellings live on stage that got a really good response. So we did one for the Avengers last year around the release of Avengers Infinity War. And this year we said, you know, we have this show written. Should we do it again around the, you know, the release of Avengers Endgame? And uh, we said, yeah, let's do it in new markets and see if people come out. And we honestly, I don't even know if we really expected to book that many shows. We thought we were gonna book like maybe one in Boston, but it turned into Connecticut, New York and Boston pretty fast. Now we're going on like a little uh, run of shows. It's going to be cool. It's going to be, we're going to be in Hartford, Connecticut, uh, this coming, uh, well, a week from this Thursday, uh, April 25th at the CT Comedy Theater with Stosh Makita, Andrew Morgan, and BJ Quagan. Then we're going to be at uh, the Pit Loft in New York City on Saturday, April 27th with Casey Jost, who is one of the writers of Impractical Jokers, um, Jiggy, the Impractical Jokers tour opener, and Lisa Kleinman from uh, UCB. And the next night, the final night, is uh, Boston, April 28th. We're going to be at Laugh Boston with John Tilson, Logan O'Brien, Dan Hall, and Tyler Swain. And it took me three weeks to memorize all those details. so uh, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty and, proud of myself. Yeah, that's, a lot that's, a name, names. that's a lot of names, right? We're
2: going to look it up and you're, you're yeah. totally like there. Oh you yeah, you're going to it's gonna be, it's gonna be like... Um,
0: <laughs> uh, so I, I want to remind everybody, if you are interested in checking out uh, uh, Chuck's show here, check out the links down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. I have all the links there for the Facebook events and uh awesome. the uh, the link to your podcast as well will definitely be subscribing. Awesome. Uh Tracy yeah. Parker says hi Steve Martin or sorry uh RW Martin <laughs> RW Martin <laughs> chat uh, like, He's he, he he on, on to apologize needs three ways for,
2: to memorize it he's, he's on to apologize for Pink Panther I'm assuming right yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, uh Steven Steve Christina Jr uh RW Martin uh Brad is in the chat room uh Jack Shipley Thomas Great. Wolfie
4: nice it's great. So, uh, what well, awesome.
0: Wolfie, we just give me like this sucks? <laughs> speaking of nice. sucks, uh, <laughs> speaking you... of,
2: yeah, speaking of sucks, where are you going with this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like sitting there being like,
1: well, I mean, if it's a follow up from last week's episode where we were welcome just like, to this part of the podcast, Chuck, yeah, yeah, You're <laughs> like this, Those I mean... the worst segues ever. I mean, you're sitting there and just like if we're talking about. Sucks to I me. Mean, we're just gonna throw on the pile of the, all the negative Star Wars <laughs> stuff we had last week. Then the show. Uh, like, <laughs> well, e-
0: yes, because uh, your your wife uh, gave us a nice uh, nice a synopsis of what she thought of uh, the news from Star Wars Celebration.
1: Yeah, and then she was gonna sit on, but you, you, you it just, just took too long.
0: I'm sorry. She, my yeah, wife's pregnant.
1: She's tired, and I'm gonna let her happy wife right. Yeah, that really does suck. So
0: <laughs> uh Anyways. so so yeah. why don't you translate for her, James?
1: So according to my wife, and I'm gonna do the best I can because I even joked around with her today that I take her and I put it through a little bit of filter, and then that's kind of how I get it across. Um, she's basically done with Star Wars. Um Close. she, you know, she she believes that you know this movie is just you're bringing out the big guns to fix the mistakes you had in solo and last jedi that these three films just don't sync up well like the other three the other six do even in their respected trilogies um you know she you know even to a point where she goes i'll i'll just say solos just doesn't exist like i can just say that movie never happened but still with the, the the response from last jedi you know and you know and the last good movie that they had was rogue one in her eyes um, and then the point—the laugh at the end of the trailer isn't who you think it is. It's actually Disney just taking all your money.
2: <laughs> who laughing is taking all your money? Huh? <laughs> Bob Bob Iger is like ha,
3: ha, 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 ha. <laughs> he got he was laughing so hard he got picked up in the audio.
4: Basically, <laughs> <laughs> who who is who's who's the laugh going to be then? They, they can't just leave the laugh out of the whole. Who does she think it is? Oh, I I think know, it's she,
3: the Joker from DC
1: Comics. I oh, Mark okay. it's Mark Hamill. Uh, yeah. Well, no, she, she, she was just joking around. Like that, that was like the joke she was making was. That, right. I get you. It's yeah. not. It's not the emperor. It's Bob Iger being like more money. Yeah.
0: Yes. But yes. In, in all reality, yeah, it is Bob Iger, uh, just up as. Yeah. Exactly. He's like
1: <laughs> he's like he's
0: like oh
1: yes, <laughs> the franchise is still alive.
0: Uh, R.W. says, "Don't look behind you." And what Solo was awesome, but I absolutely loved Rogue One. Uh, but it, it is, you know, going by Celebration to laugh uh, is Palpatine. Uh, if you watch the live stream from uh, Celebration, it went from that laugh to fade to dark to Ian uh, on stage uh, to uh, say. Uh, Roll it again. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh,
1: um, I, I Snoke mean, it's probably a
3: clone. It's probably yeah. Probably and that's reveal.
1: yeah, I think that's going to be the reveal, too, um, which I thought a lot of people thought was going to be anyway. But when this, I was actually at Empire State Comic-Con when the trailer dropped and the title dropped, uh, and I remember watching it, and that trailer very much was shot, per, like, awesome. The way they shot it was really good. It hit all its beats. You know, again, it's one of those Star Wars trailers where, like, and I use the same thing for uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi. That first trailer is, you still don't know what's going on. They're just going to give you pictures of, hey, this is what it's going to look like, Um and we'll see what happens. I'm just the way the Avengers marketing has gone in the last three weeks. I'm worried they're going to do that with Star Wars, and it comes mm-hmm. to a point where like you're just starting to show too much. Yeah. Well, like also you,
3: people are going to see Avengers.
1: Yeah. Like, and 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 I agree with Jen basically at point. Me like, you know, they did a lot to get Lando and get these names and show that like, oh, we know we we listen to the fans. This is gonna we're gonna placate to the fans to make sure that this movie is a success
2: not no offense but i'm sure they just had to throw five dollars at at lando to get him in the movie it wasn't like like they're like oh we gotta we got a big get guys this guy's been selling whole 45 door to door for years we got him back in the movie the um, I don't know. I mean, I, I literally just watched the trailer right before we came on because I was trying to avoid it. Um, and then Leo's like, come on, watch this trailer. I'm like, thanks. Thanks for ruining it. I want to just wait. But uh, whatever.
0: <laughs> well, it's not I don't know. it's not really it, it's a teaser, you know, it, right. It's, right. Still, <laughs> you know, it's we the to them.
3: <laughs> Did you guys see that apparently the trailer syncs up very well to Hello Danger? No. Yeah, it's all over. Check it out. <laughs> oh,
0: you've been on Reddit, too. Get off Reddit. No, I got a life. Uh, do, you, do you really, though? Just uh, just real quick, keeping, yes. up with the, keeping up with the comments. So uh, I know I'm going to butcher this name, so I totally apologize. Stacey Nadrowski says, hi, guys. Chuck's future mother-in-law here. Uh, our...
4: <laughs> that is, yeah, she's my girlfriend's mom.
0: Nice.
2: Uh, Hi. How's yeah, it going? We, be nice. we have to be nice she's, now. We she's
4: can. pretty wacky. She's pretty All wacky. Good. I'll, I'll nice. be honest about it. <laughs> Welcome to <it's a> Disappointment. <laughs> no, it's great. It's wacky in a positive way. It's like fun. Yeah. You
0: know? So uh, <laughs> why don't we go not to our point. guests? We'll start with uh, with you, Chuck. What What did you think of the teaser trailer?
4: Um, well, So are you guys generally not fans of The Last Jedi in, gen- in general? I liked it. I didn't mind it. I,
0: Two-thirds of it were good.
1: Yeah. I, I okay. really
4: liked it. See, I so when episode seven came out, you know, people obviously kind of thought that it was very derivative and that it was kind of like really just you know rehashing a new hope a little bit and kind of just giving it us back what we already said we liked, you know. And I didn't, I didn't mind that. I thought that episode seven was awesome. I loved it. And then. Um, the Last Jedi, to me, was like a perfect second chapter because it almost said, guess what? Now we're taking that away. And that was cool to me. Hmm. Um, so, so I've been really appreciative so far of the new trilogy. I didn't see Solo. I know I didn't hear really that many good things about mm-hmm. it. And I know that's not going to have anything to do with this movie. But in terms of seeing a final chapter this, for, for this movie, it's funny because we're going back to J.J. Abrams, right? He's going to be the director of this one. Mm-hmm. So are we going to go back to Force Awakens and get the same kind of thing where we get you know whatever the expected outcome is going to be that everyone's going to be happy with or are we going to get kind of a blend of force awakens and last jedi now that they have these two movies that to to tie up and the truth is from the teaser trailer like you said you know they don't give us much they just want to give you pictures from the movie so you have a little bit of an idea without any sort of inkling about what the plot's going to be really um but i thought it was awesome in terms of just building hype and that's kind of what it's there for right i mean that's all a teaser trailer is Oh, um, so I was happy with it. I thought it was cool. I thought it looked great.
3: I I agree. Might, it might be in the spirit of Force Awakens, but retconning some stuff from Last Jedi to make it a bit more optimistic because they're probably going right. to go for like the downer that was uh, was it episode uh, was it was it episode five or something that went down and then they rose up again when they did episode six and then
4: yeah Empire Strikes in, Back with the downer yeah. and Return of the Jedi was kind of the conclusion.
3: But like w- my problem with the Last Jedi was more about like I didn't like the storytelling in it. I got the messages they were telling. I didn't like how everything was convenient and like everything was there's no surprise. Mm-hmm. Every twist was kind of very a soft punch and anything they could have gone for could have been done better. And it's like I'm fine with exactly like the things that they did, but it was done so ham fistedly. i really yeah. I really would've preferred if they just did it a different way. There are things that just bothered the shit out of me. Like I always bring up this one scene, but I don't I really don't like the Furby horses when they're trying to escape and all of a sudden, you know, they're like, Oh, we're fucked. What are we gonna do? And then they they uh they, you know, it goes like I don't know, Rose turns to one of the Furby horses and takes off a saddle and runs off and he goes, like, Was it worth it? He goes, Now it was. And it's like, what the fuck? That was your escape, you know? And then <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so do they know they're gonna get away? And then all of a sudden, oh, there's a ship. They got away. It's like there's no tension. Like there's yeah. no so like if there was more tension, more stuff, everything just felt like, you know, even if they're establishing like gray Jedi's and stuff like that, we talked about it last week and that kind of thing, like there's gonna be like, Oh, they're changing things up, things are gonna be different. But then it's like well, we can join together, but be super evil. And it's like, wasn't the whole point of us not being good or evil just so we have a good middle ground? He's like, oh, fuck that. Let's just become more evil than evil. You know? It's just, yeah.
1: <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. evil ya. of evils. <laughs>
4: the evilest of evils. yes. Yes. <laughs> No, I hear you. I mean that's I mean that's a you know that's a, that's a fair point the idea of like well the, the the new direction was fine but it wasn't executed as well as possible. And I hear yeah. that. There was some stuff that I feel the same way about in that movie. Um but it's funny because you know is JJ Abrams going to be doing like a cleanup job or is he going to be or is there a story that's been planned all along? And I guess people are saying that there hasn't been. But in my head it's like how can a movie series of this magnitude not have some kind of tent poles that were lined up when they Finished Force Awakens. You know well, what I mean? supposedly
1: JJ was involved. They already knew the the plot and the main story, right. the, the 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 main beats of Last Jedi to a point think. where JJ shot the first a, a scene or two of the Last right. Jedi while they were shooting Force Awakens. That was already established. And JJ yeah. and Kathleen Kennedy have been in the the meeting rooms discussing this plot. plot. Mm. It's very tough when you look at Star Wars. Because you have the other side of the coin is the Marvel and what they've done for the last eleven years and their continuity, right. lose continuity until recently, that they've kept going and they, they you feel like they've they've had these beats through this through the whole point, um, but again it's like you know you see the in the trailer the Death Star the second Death Star
0: right
1: JJ wanted that in the first movie yep like there was talk that he wanted that plot that that plot point in the first movie, so yep. or in Force Awakens. So, again, I think it's going to be a little bit of retconning. Like, I'm going to tweak what I wanted to see in it to mm-hmm. be better. But, again, I th- I think that the, the train is on the tracks and they're going to let it run out and then whatever the reaction they get. But I think you're going to see a lot more of that fan servicing in this movie than you did in the other one.
4: Right. Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting.
0: You think we'll I see that? I hope not. Go ahead. I, I kind of hope I don't get too much fan service because, like, that's yeah. something I super hated about um, the first one. Just, like the droids, like I didn't need to see them. I didn't care. <laughs> oh, well, the, 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 I, don't, I don't care how he lost droid. his arm.
3: and has a, like, I know there's a story behind it. I don't care. <laughs>
0: you know we're yeah. going to see Ewoks. You just know that's going to happen.
1: Oh, no, The, the no, Emperor's going to be eating wanna. Ewoks and Porgs in the Death Star. That's well, how he survived all this time.
0: Here's the thing. The Death Star most likely landed on Endor, not the forest moon. Because if it would have landed on the forest moon, it would have totally obliterated all life.
3: Look oh. up above and down below for the link to the Reddit post that <laughs> has said that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, what about you, Kevin, since you're officially a guest?
2: I, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not as enthralled with it as you guys are. Um, I thought it looked, I thought the trailer looked looked fine. I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate Solo. I you know, I agree. I didn't, I didn't love solo. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna go see it because actually, the last bunch of movies, you know, that that have come out, one of the cooler experiences was actually sitting in a the theater with all these people that are super excited about it. So I want to say the the first one that I, I think a dude was crying in the theater. So it's like because he was so excited. So I mean, that's awesome that people get. Or that. he hated it. No, no, no. It was at the very beginning. Then afterwards, he just punching, just people on the way out of the
0: theater. <laughs> well, I, 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 I that right. back. Yeah. No, that but it's about right.
2: I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it looks good. I mean, besides that, I know Leo, you you wanted me to check out the trailer for the, the TV show as well.
0: Oh, were you able to find it? Yeah. Okay, because uh, it was leaked and it kept on getting pulled. Um, I
2: it's literally came right up.
0: Awesome. Yeah, no,
1: I, I think they, yeah. Did, they released an official trailer
0: now. Okay.
2: okay. Oh, but yeah. I, the one I had was still a cam, the one that I looked at, but. It was, uh, but even still, like it looks cool, but I don't think it's gonna make me want to subscribe to the Disney streaming service. The service, because I hate Disney. But uh whatever. <laughs> oh boy, Kevin! <you're laughs> right? uh-huh. well, I do. Are you you, 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 you goddamn just... DC loyalist.
4: You just like the classic. You like like Robin Hood, like the old Disney movies. I like,
2: I, I like some of the stuff. I mean, it yeah, wasn't it yeah. wasn't that that big of a an impact in my life, to be honest with it you. It's Robin Hood, the birth of like the... I, I was more like. I I always thought that I had never thought any of them were funny. Like I wanted to see funny. That's why I liked Tom and Jerry. That's why I liked you know yeah Looney Tunes. Um, like Looney Tunes. Yeah, because it was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I never like growing up, I was just like. If if I saw a kid wearing like a Mickey Mouse shirt, I'm like, oh, like Jesus like Mickey that, Mouse. Dude, oh, that dude, that dude probably has. You're a saying you didn't have, have a gut
3: wrenching laugh watching Herbie fully
4: loaded? Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> what about know. you? Gotta love Who Framed Roger Rabbit? That's yeah, but
2: one. but that's is that, oh, is that, that that's, that's, well, that's 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 an orgy.
4: That's, that's an
0: orgy.
1: Just, Everyone has yeah.
2: fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I saw I saw that in the theater, and it was a really good time.
1: Uh, is is robert roger rabbit a disney movie i thought it was an uh owned by both
4: it's half and half okay i i I thought i
1: didn't think disney released it i thought they just they would they help produce it it's Uh, it's
4: roger rabbit is a character that's owned by both uh disney and uh warner brothers and they kind of share the rights and they made that movie together because there's a there's a part it was actually in the contracts that the looney tunes characters and the disney characters had to share equal screen time and they had to be
2: shown as equals too
4: yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. And,
1: and equal lines, and the only thing that the, the that the they Warner Brothers won out on was Porky Pig ending the in
4: ending the movie. Yeah, and it's funny after the movie uh, they fought for equal rights too. So now Bugs Bunny gets to vote. So that's good. Yeah. yeah.
0: No. Uh, R W brings up Tron and the Ain't black I hole. Uh, I I think it's going to be you know six ninety nine a month. It's uh it's easy to add that on.
4: Oh, I'm psyched! I'm psyched for the Disney streaming service. I yeah. mean, uh. You know the, the Simpsons. Are they on any other streaming service right now? Uh, they're
1: on yeah. the FX, uh, FX, FX now, the FX now or the FX and app, I, whatever. I
0: think they're on Hulu as well.
1: Yeah, only yeah. the new stuff's on Hulu. Not yeah. the whole, not all 30.
4: Right. that's cool. And then uh, I mean, I love the original Disney movies. Pixar movies are undeniable to me. Yes. It's gonna be, yeah, it's going to be like see, almost see, off. It's
2: it's weird. Th- those I love Pixar movies, but yeah. but, it, but I I almost keep them separate from Disney because I'm like, all right, they're doing their own thing. Just like, just like the Marvel movies, they're kind of doing their own thing, whatever. Yeah. But you know, cause he didn't start off as, as a Disney entity, you know? So yeah. it's like, out. yeah. So it's like, I look at that, them, I look at those movies differently. Like they, sure. they definitely have way more heart than most Disney movies. And um, just- I just find them more enjoyable. You
4: know. Yeah, I kind of find them to have their own continuity, too. All the, all the references that are in the Pixar movies are kind of parallel to Pixar universe. And the same thing with Disney in the other direction. Well, if you, go,
1: if you go on Reddit, there's a whole, like, theory <laughs> that it all happens in the same universe. Oh, and I think yeah. that's and only up, Disney. Up is all the way in the future, and, like, car is passed up, and...
2: You know, I, you I, I that. I know I,
3: from Monsters, Inc. is actually the witch from yeah. Brave. So <laughs> I, I,
2: I was actually, on that thread and I posted something and I was called a neckbeard. And then uh, I for no reason.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> and saying, camera reddit's on you.
2: The mo- reddit's the, reddit's the, reddit's the <laughs> most like negative place I've ever, I've ever. You must and learn Le- the language. And Leo's listen. like, I go there every day yeah yeah but he
0: loves abuse he, 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 that's well, why he has uh, me on the show i don't really me. post that much when i do it's just you get downvoted to eternity and it's just
4: yeah And I, so I don't really we, we, right. yeah. the
0: first just, time just we met
3: a sentence by just beginning with fucking chads right and then comma <laughs> and then write whatever and people go like, yeah fuck chads yeah.
2: the first time we met uh the guys from comic book men so which in and, and actually quinn was there as well we, oh, yeah. we went it was at a, it was at walker stalker con and we, went and we we took a picture with him. We did, a, we did an interview with him um, in a separate room. And then, uh, you know, we were all excited. We took a picture and he posted it on like the, Tell or the comic book men thing on, on Reddit. And just people just tore us apart. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, fuck Honestly, them.
4: It's it's funny because I, you know, I do, I've done so many, so much film work with them. That's my main job is working for Helm uh, Steve Dave, the podcast, which is Brian and Wall from Comic Book Men and Quinn from Practical Jokers. And I've worked with them for three years now. And, um, I do, you know, I'll put, I, I used to post stuff on Reddit that was like, Hey, we're working on this or like basically, you know, sometimes they, they won't, they're not posting it on Reddit. They're not saying like, Oh, we have a new trailer up for a video. They don't do that stuff. So I was like, Oh, I'll put the new trailer up. Yeah. People gave me a ton of shit and they were so negative all the time that I'm off that I don't do anymore. I don't take part in it anymore. Cause it's just too negative. Yeah. 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 Is there like, is there going to be like one person? that's just like,
3: this is awesome. Where'd you go? You
4: know. I will say, I will say, to be fair, that's a good question. A lot of people are super, super positive. And now when the new videos come out, people will still tag me on Reddit to say stuff to me. And I'll always, yeah, that's, that's great. But that's awesome. yeah, the negative people stand out. That sucks. But here's what I yeah. do. I have a new like thing where I'm like, I'm just going to kill them with kindness. So when someone is super shitty, I private message them and say like, hey, let's have a conversation about this. And they usually turns them into like a friend like the last guy that did it to me um i basically messaged him and i was like hey man are you cool like you know i started asking him stuff and he was like hey man he's like uh my posts probably a lot of them come from jealousy i just want you to know that but uh well <laughs> and i was like i was like all right man i guess but but usually i can turn someone kind of into at least being like neutral towards yeah. me you don't yeah, have like it's the crowd of people
2: projection. behind them being like yeah like you know yeah. like they're like hi man yeah i'm cool <laughs> yeah.
3: But yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you always go after the negative comments because you always you want self improvement so you always have to look at the negative first because it's like i want like what is what is the critical feedback that I can build from? it's always just like, ah, I, I just hate my life. That's it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you so- know what else it is? I, want to hear another, I have another theory about why people ignore positive comments. Because if someone says to you, hey, that was great, there's nothing like really to, to, to like hook on But like let's say you put up like a video you did or something, and they were like, oh, the color correction on that was shitty. Then you actually are like, was the color correction shit?" You know what I mean? So yeah. it's because the positive comments are usually so general and it's hard to really start thinking about them. You'll um, remember that forever like usually...
2: too. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. forever. Like yeah. for ten years ago, this dude told me Kelly was shit.
0: I
3: want to
2: see this now. This is awesome. Like, yeah, so exactly.
3: it'll it be scared into. You. It's just like the same way of like why you can't get some friends to get real critical feedback because they really don't want to hurt your feelings. It's like <laughs> just, just be a dick. You are ninety percent of the other time. Don't support me when I
2: need it. Just like, you know, yeah. like because they're not being a dick, you know they're not being like
3: on the up and up like yeah it's just like tell me it's
0: shit just please (laughs) so uh to keep up to keep up in the uh comments uh christopher uh says uh they are they are miserable uh steven christina (laughs) still still says uh still trying to figure out reddit steven uh just be careful about posting uh christopher says reddit sucks uh wolfie says uh but i wonder if disney plus is gonna have condor man snowball express or any other stuff that is live-action films from the 70s, and Reddit sucks big time. Uh, <laughs> uh, Christopher says, gentlemen, and uh, Wolfie says, don't bother with it, Stephen. And Craig says, those timestamps were awesome.
4: Um, so, Ledondo, Chris Ledondo is uh, part of the Tell Him Steve Dave family as well. He's been on the show a bunch. I know him uh, personally. He's a good dude. Um, and he, he knows that uh, the Tell Him Steve Dave Reddit can be pretty shitty.
2: Yeah. I, I was going to say when he said LaDondo, I'm like wait, is he saying LaDondo? I'm like yeah, Dondo, I, like, I know yeah, I definitely know that name. Um yeah, just out yeah. of curiosity how did you get involved in all that?
4: Uh the way that I got involved it's really really funny because um you know I uh I was doing video work for for myself just for my band senior discount and for my podcast a little bit here and there and um tell Them Steve Dave became like my favorite podcast in like 2012, because I bought a house, and I remember I was just like, you know, you buy a house. If anyone's ever, like, moved into a shitty apartment or bought a new house, and you have to do all the repainting and the sanding and all that stuff, and you spend those hours, and so podcasts were, like, a godsend to me during that time. So I started listening to him Steve Dave back then, and uh, quickly I kind of got, you know, I understood the the personality of the guys and everything, and um, after, you know, a couple of years, like, you know, Impractical Jokers was starting around that time, Comic Book Men had started, and tell them Steve Dave was still going. They they're still a podcast. And I, I was happy about that. But they were one of the only podcasts that had such a big following, but never capitalized on it by doing live shows. They didn't want to do live shows. It's really Walt. Walt doesn't want to do live shows at all. And um, they were doing one one summer. And so I reached out to them. Like three years, three years ago, and I was like, "Hey, I had no, I had no uh, connection to them whatsoever. I don't have any connection to the world of like VSQ or or Thompson or, or anything." I reached out. I just looked for email addresses, and I was like, "Hey, like uh, I do a lot of video work. Um, I filmed my own live podcast with like a multi-camera setup, like three cameras. Here is like a ten-minute clip of what it was. It was actually, I believe, it was like a ten-minute clip of me. <laughs> I try. I, I like was texting a prostitute for my buddy Brad for his birthday." But I wasn't because I was actually going to hire her. I just wanted to see how ridiculous I could get in my requests and then read it on stage in front of an audience with Brad for one of our live podcasts. So I filmed that bit and it was like a multicam setup and I sent it to them and I was like, hey, like, you know, I've done this. Uh, maybe I can come film, you know, your live show. I think it was at the Bell House in Brooklyn, something like that. And uh, I got a message back from Walt and he was like, that's very kind of you. And that's it. And so I was like, all right, whatever. And then they announced another live show. And I'm like, geez, I mean, these guys, they don't do, they do live shows once every five years. So rare. People were coming in from England to go to these shows. And I reached out again and again, every email address I could find until I found the Impractical Joker's manager's email. I emailed him and I was like, let me come film this show. Same thing, same pitch. And a day before the show, they hired us to go to New York and film it. And so I had to go to Best Buy. I got $3,000 worth of equipment um, because I had lost a bunch of my equipment in a house fire at that point in time. Holy but shit. I up, yeah, yeah. That feels, so- like a big, that feels like a big note in the story that you're just glazing over.
2: <laughs> By, the
1: way, By the way, I lost oh, everything. everything. Oh. Yeah, I going, uh, B- remember that sanding and painting I did? Oh, yeah, because I lost everything in a fire.
4: Yeah. Right. I
3: got the microphone, but I fought a bear. But anyway, I had to get to New
4: York. It's like... <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the fire had happened like maybe like eight months before that. So I was I was living in like a, you know, like a a luxury. No, it was a luxury condo. that my my insurance put me up. It was great, but I didn't have a lot of equipment. So I bought the equipment from Best Buy. We went to the Gramercy Theater in New York and we filmed this live thing. I didn't even talk to the guys beforehand. I, I directed the whole filming myself with my girlfriend and my buddy Brad, who is not like a camera guy through Facebook Messenger, having them show me their shots and me directing them during the show. And uh, the guys were really impressed with it. We put it out as a Blu-ray, it's called Tell Steve Dave, live at the Gramercy Theater, and I'm the director and editor on that. And right away they were doing another video project that they were already had kind of going, and they were like, do you wanna do the editing on this? And I said, sure. So I started doing that, and uh, they were really, really happy with that. Um, And Comic Book Men got canceled. Um, And by this point in time, so we had done Gramercy. I had had edited the special features on Gramercy, which was another thing that was already shot. Actually, Chris Lodondo, I think, was part of the people that filmed that part. It was uh, Get Him Steve Dave's Wedding. Um, And then I did, uh, I edited this game show that they shot at J and Silent Bob's Secret Stash called Elephants in the Room. And I made a Blu-ray for another project called TESD TV. So we just were working together, working together. And then when AMC didn't pick up Comic Book Men last June, they were like, oh, we're going to start this Patreon in July. We want to do consistent video content. Do you want to do it? And so since then, we've done like 20 projects. Some of them are like, and like, so that's not that much time. Like last July to now is like, what, like probably like nine months or so. We've done like 20 projects. Some of them are like two and a half hours long, five camera shoots for podcast stuff. But uh yeah it just the way it came about was just me kind of banging down the door and like re- refusing to stop and just continued to follow up and uh, it worked and now that's like my main job that's what I do all the time That's awesome. It's right. How often do you
2: have to go up how often do you have to go up to New Jersey
4: It's it's not that often like you know it's funny because like I think I went up on like December 20th and January 4th so that was really really close it was like about 2 weeks away from each other and it was around Christmas so it was a lot but um, you know, it's, it'll be like once every like six weeks to two months and we'll film for like three or four days and then I'll bring the footage home and I do everything in Rhode Island, do all the editing here. Cool. Yeah, it's good. It's great. It, I, it's, I, I it's,
2: love it's, the show. The, the only thing that I am not thrilled about, cause I don't have the Patreon. So the episodes are very far and few between now. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. Like, where is it? What you know, there was it? a,
4: there was a big, here, here's what happened. Um, so I was, I've been on Tom Steve Dave a few times, but last year Quinn was shooting the Impractical Jokers movie. So that kind of, I think, caused a little bit of a lull. And then right now, you know, Quinn tours with Impractical Jokers all the time and they're filming it. I think they're filming two seasons at once right now, to be honest. Oh, wow. um, and so I think that that just makes it more difficult in general. It's funny because I think even without the Patreon, I think they would they would have to kind of ebb and flow with how often they do it anyway, because it's just, you know, Qu- Quinn is like a rising star. That guy oh, yeah. is, it's crazy. Impractical Jokers is like a phenomenon, you oh, know? Yeah they're like the ninth comedy act in history to sell out Madison square garden. Like, and they did, and it was just absolutely crazy. But, um,
2: the the thing that's crazy too, is like, cause 'cause Sal pokes around in a bunch of different podcasts. I listen to as well. And um, the amount of people that like, when he's not around, give him shit about any practical (laughs) jokers, but you know, it's because they're extremely jealous.
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, in practical, jo- it's so funny because, like, we live in this world that's kind of between, like, you know, like art and like popular culture and, like, you know, stuff that's that you think of as polished, like, you know, Disney or Marvel or that huge stuff. But to me, there's a big art to that stuff. So someone figuring out in practical jokers, like those guys, those four guys figuring out the game of what that is, turning a prank show in on itself, making a head and camera show about the people that are playing the pranks and the pranks are on them. It's ingenious and. You know, the the proof is in the money that's coming in, and and the people watching the show and how much people love it. Their their fans are die hard fans. It's insane and to it's, a creepy it's, point. It's, yeah, <laughs> like I have
2: like these younger people in my work that like love it, and then my boss, yeah. who's like way older than I am, absolutely loves the show. Like she's like, yeah. I don't miss an episode. I watch it over and over again. I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. And you like, you know, she's a very proper woman. Yeah, <laughs> just like, oh, it's crazy. But, uh, oh, yeah, that's, they, that's figured awesome.
4: out, they figured out a great balance between like kind of like you know a pg-13 existence essentially that can kind of apply to everybody when they were first touring it was crazy they you know they were doing the show but then their live tour was like pretty uh x-rated i remember one yeah. i went to one of them and there was like a video on stage that they played of Murray like literally like eating like either i think it was horse shit for money or dog shit might have been dog shit <laughs> wow. and it's like and it was I. And they completely pulled it back to make it the same as the show because they realized like families are coming out and being like maybe not psyched. I don't know. I know that Walt on television yeah. yeah. was mad about it. Oh, that was the best. That was, so it so was the, the show. That was horseshit. It's like
3: oh, it was, it was, like, oh, <laughs> oh it was bad. Like no, it was fucking horse <laughs> literally shit. it was
0: horseshit.
4: <laughs> 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 no, they figured That's out dumb. something great. They're killing it. They're killing it. I'm. I'm. I'm uh <laughs> One of my aspirations is, is to work on the show Impractical Jokers. Me and Brad were actually, we did a, a live prank and we sent it in to the writers of Impractical Jokers, like cold without not going through Q Quinn, just cold. And they contacted us and they invited us to submit to write for last season. Um, uh-huh. And we, uh, you know, they sent us the packets and we had seven days to do the packets. And uh, we didn't get picked to write. Um, I think they only hired one person though, and there was, you know, there's two of us. But uh, hopefully, we'll be able to submit again. I'd love to, honestly, I'd love to move to New York, New Jersey, um, write from Practical Jokers, and continue to film all the Tom Steve Duff Steve David stuff, a little bit easier because right now it's like a five-hour drive there, and I stay over in a hotel and a five-hour drive home. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That,
2: that's awesome. I mean, it's, as soon as he like Leo messaged me and was like, "Oh, these guys want to come on," I was just like, "What? That's I freaking." this dude does all the tell him steve day stuff i'm like i'm all over
4: this let's do it but um, oh, man, you should you should go on the patreon i mean i'm not i'm not saying it as like a, like a i, plug I know because
2: i because I miss it because it's literally tell him steve day is like number one in my queue on my on my podcast so it's like as soon as it's available it's there but it's just it's so far and few between now it's like well I'm, let me let
4: me tell you this if you subs- sign up for the patreon today uh, $5 a month, you'll get every podcast that they've put on Patreon and every video we've done so far. Um, so we've, we've, there's been a new Tell Steve Dave Patreon podcast since July 4th of last year, every single week. And the video content is like, some of it is like outrageous. We just did a a Mystery Science Theater 3000, uh, like kind of like video starring Walt and Brian and, uh, one of the guys, Frank Five, who's on the show once in a while. Um, and it's like an hour and a half long, like we fully produced this thing and it's, crazy it's really really cool the the video content is really worth it and what i always tell people is why don't you sign up for five dollars and say this five dollars is going to go to me experiencing all of it and next month when it's coming up you can decide whether or not you want to continue because you're basically going to pay five bucks for like how many podcasts? Like 35. And then like a ton of video content going backwards, you know?
0: Yeah. The Halloween,
4: the Halloween episode this past year, you know, I it was it was one of the best ones ever. And that's my favorite. My favorite thing is the Tom, Steve, they have Halloween, Have Christmas you done episode.
2: the other ones too? Because what was the one where like him uh, was dressed like a – he was like a floating head or something?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> – so basically, it's cool. I, I When I go to Jersey, I have this crew in Jersey now. They're great guys. It's uh Steve, Brian, and Victor. And those are the guys that helped me out in Jersey. And they they also take care of some of this stuff too. And that year, Brian and Steve, uh, Brian Rupert and Steve filmed that, the Halloween 2017 special. But we did the Halloween 2018 special. I just, I did that with with Brian and um, get him his back in that green suit the whole time. And believe me, it is worth it. It is is worth. You know, maybe maybe hit me up on Facebook after the show. And I'll, I'll give you a little taste behind the scenes, and you can okay. decide if you want to. If you want to sign up for the Patreon? <laughs> All right, it's worth yeah, yeah. It. They produce they produce good stuff. Walt is like Walt is like. A, I don't I mean. I, I feel weird saying Walt is a genius, but like he could make an empire of media based on just his thoughts. It's 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 awesome. He's like a, a never ending fountain of ideas, it, it,
3: it is he's, he's the Adam one that I him? haven't
2: met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Alex?
3: I said, is he on a list? <laughs> yeah,
2: maybe. <laughs>
3: I, I, <laughs> I, semi- I kind of wanted to ask you, like, is there a personal prank that you have pulled that you are proud of?
4: You want to hear a personal Outs- prank?
3: Outside yeah. of anything else, is there like a personal prank that you're particularly proud of that maybe someone else isn't about?
4: Uh, yeah, there's one that's crazy. One time, as a prank on my buddy Brad, who is very conservative, um, I paid a woman who is an aspiring pornography actress um, to film a pornography movie, uh, with a gentleman. And, uh, it was a script. I wrote the script and it's all about the the gentleman playing Brad and the woman playing a janitor from the school that he works at. And they fully, (laughs) they did the whole thing and I gave it to him at Christmas and we showed it at Christmas and he was, uh, mortified and he didn't talk to me for a couple days. What did his parents (laughs) parents
2: say? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, okay, because I'm assuming it was in front of the family. It's all
4: gathered no, it around the fire. It was in somewhere. front of, like, like 12 of our friends, and uh, he was not happy. And it's funny, because the prank continues, because it, our, at our 300th episode, our live episode a couple years Is that ago... Is
3: Avengers post credit scene?
4: <laughs> at, our, at our 300th episode, I was like, let's show the porn and talk about the prank, and I'll I'll censor it, right? I'm like, I'll put up black bars over everything. And he was like, okay. And I did that, and then we showed it in the room, I didn't realize, like, it's still porn. It's like, even if you put up black bars, it's still watching porn in a room with, like, a ton of people, and it was like... What could they be doing? Was, like, it was disturbing, it was off-putting, and a bunch of people from Brad's church was there, and I think he had to have a talk with his oh, priest. <laughs> oh, no. It's God. just
3: Japanese porn at that point, <laughs> no. am I right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, that's basically right. It's basically right. Same thing. But right, you put black bars, and that pixelated. Not right. that I don't know. I, I, I heard research of it. I, yeah. I wouldn't know. <laughs>
0: So uh, just to, just to keep up on the comments, were, were, were you uh, wearing
1: a lab coat, Alex, when you were doing this?
3: <coughs>
0: yeah. That's all he was wearing was a lab coat. I um,
3: had utensils.
0: Stacy says, "What? I never knew this." And you're not taking my baby to New York, LOL. <laughs> uh, Jack oh, Shipley.
4: She doesn't know about a lot of the pranks.
0: <laughs> uh, Jack Shipley says, "Hi, guys." Uh, hey, buddy. Hey, uh, Chris says, uh, Murr sent me a packet a few years ago and my computer crashed with my work on it. Wasn't meant to be. Uh, wow. Oh, wow.
4: That's see. crazy. I didn't know that. I think Lodano is saying that he was sent a packet to write for Impractical Jokers and his computer crashed. That's crazy. Oh, I had no idea. That's crazy.
0: Uh, Stacy says, I love Sal. He's my favorite. <laughs> and, uh, she
4: does. That's true.
0: Chris says, uh, I don't have Patreon either. I've been Be-
2: I've been throwing it around, like the, the but the thing is is that like i like I listen to a lot of podcasts, and all of them have a Patreon. You know? that's, so that's, like, oh, that's what's hard is, yeah. is, you know, a lot of
4: podcast a lot of podcasts, too, they'll do like a Patreon where it's like a dollar a month or two dollars an episode. And honestly, like I pretty much am down to to try to support people, but you never know who's actually going to make it worth it. And that's the yeah. issue. The tell Steve Day Patreon. Yeah. I it think... seems
2: like it's worth it. Yeah.
4: But they've never, ever like not lived up to something like they're very, very specific about living up to it. Like I worked like a couple weeks ago, I worked like 65 hours over the course of nine days on the newest video because we had a hard deadline and I was going to hit that deadline. It's kind of our attitude for all that stuff.
0: Hmm.
2: Good. Yeah, so they, it's I know like uh, I don't know if you like if you listen to the Robert Kelly, uh, you know what dude podcast. I have listened to it, yeah. Yeah, he's got a Patreon, too, and he does, like, all these. Like, I'm like, I want to do both of them. I, and then, like, uh, Tuesdays with Stories has one, and, like, it's all these. Every I don't know. Everyone yeah. that's awesome has one, and I don't have the money for
4: it. I important. know. I I hear you, man. I, I sympathize yeah. with that. I sympathize. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, spe- speaking of podcasts, if you're interested in checking out our guests, head on over to the links down below or up above, uh, depending on where you're watching or listening to us, to check out Ch- uh, Chuck and Brad podcast. The link is there, plus all the link to the three events. Uh, and you're going to be in New York, Boston, and Hartford, correct?
2: That's correct. Not in that order, though. It's Hartford, New York, and
4: then Boston, right? That's true. Yes, yeah. that's correct.
0: And you're going gonna gonna be be uh, to be in Hartford uh, the night I'm seeing Avengers.
4: Oh, yeah. Where, yeah. where are you going to see it?
0: Uh, Waterford, but I work in Hartford.
4: Oh, really? What time are you going to the movies?
0: Uh, six o'clock. What time do you, you get out it. of the movies? <laughs> you can
4: probably <laughs> nine, make it. Nine o'clock, 9.30 maybe? Probably. Yeah. Right?
2: What's the venue in Boston you're, that you're playing at?
4: We're at Laugh Boston. And I'll tell you something okay. funny. I got an email from Laugh Boston today, which if you haven't been there, it's an awesome venue. It's a great venue. Um, and, and every one of these venues is just kind of like being like, you know what? You seem like a good guy. Sure. Why not? And we're seeing how it goes. So, you know, I'm very appreciative. They emailed me today and they're like, Hey, we're going to have to uh, shut down your show and move it to another day because we're moving all the furniture out that night for some reason. And I was like, I, I went to Boston yesterday and I went to four different podcasts. I was on a podcast earlier today. I'm on this, I'm on a podcast tomorrow in Connecticut. I was like, so many podcasts are going to be coming out with this information. We've been pushing it. And they were like, "Okay, we'll figure it out. We'll have we'll have the show." And I was like, "We can all all the people on the show can stay afterwards and help you move furniture." I'm like, "I don't care. I'll, I'll commit to that to make sure it happens." And they were like, um, "You know what? That's fine. Don't worry about it. You know, your sh- if your show sells well, that makes sense, and we'll keep it on." And I'm like, "I don't know if it's gonna sell well. i gonna work <laughs> real hard to get people out." <laughs> I can't promise that people will come, but I can promise that I'll try to get people to come. <laughs>
3: yeah. So, That's what I say to all the girls.
1: <laughs> so, uh, if I, I can promise, I'll try. I'll give it all. I'll give it all the one-two, uh, the one-two try, the one-two pump. Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> uh, so, so uh,
2: I think we saw what happened. Your wife's pregnant. That's what happened.
3: <laughs> hey, and yeah, bravo, sir. Bravo. Yes. <laughs> Enough. she doesn't even want to be in the podcast anymore. Yeah. 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 Ke- Ke-
1: Kevin, go take a victory lap. You, 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 you deserved it. I'm winded thinking about it, so I'm not going to. <laughs>
0: uh, so uh, if you like tonight's show, we have uh, about 10 minutes left, uh, but we're also going to be doing a special live show next week. James, do you want to say what we're doing next week?
1: So – it has all led to this. Um, that's the <laughs> joke I've been telling everybody is uh, Avengers come out next week. I know we've had yeah. now three episode, two episodes, whopping two episodes where we've barely mentioned it, um, which <laughs> is nice for us because we went on a little spree of talking about constantly, but we're going to have a live show. My buddy, Justin, who I work with, uh, he's very much into, um, you know, comic books and that's kind of my, my sounding board at work. He's going to join us uh, and we're going to talk about, you know, what the expectations are. What do you think is actually going to happen a ton of footage has dropped, uh, oh, both yeah. legally and illegally. Yeah. Um, yeah, so don't wanna see you know, any of it. I don't want don't to see it either. Me. No way, I don't want to no, know. No, about it. You can't, um, you can't make me. So, people have so, tried
3: to reach out and talk about it. Why?
1: No, they're so, assholes. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, we're gonna talk well, about it. Yes. So, so <laughs> Most we're talk people are about... Leo Pond.
0: Sorry. No, 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 no. I, I, I know what some of the footage is, and I'm not. I, I read one. one, it, one
4: why one figure l- it out? No, no it is, it, is, it, is, it, is it spoilery footage or is it just like Thor has a new hat? No, you know it, I mean? it's
2: it's
0: huge. <laughs> a fourth like of fourth my hat one. for some
4: odd reason. He had a new hat in Ragnarok.
0: It was a very good hat. No, I, uh, I
2: want his new hat. Huge Thor's
0: <laughs> hat. Uh, huge spoiler. Uh, huge spoilers huge spoiler yeah it, it's uh yeah i'm it's not i'm the, not gonna, I'm not gonna don't say, say
3: it. it no i'm don't, not i'm not don't do the you thing where you say, say spoilers say by it. the way and then <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: so i mean w- w- we're gonna talk about you know what what we think's gonna happen you know maybe leo can put a poll up on uh sunday yeah. or monday about you know who do you think's gonna live who do you think's gonna who do you think's gonna die and we can talk about that but you know i think the real question is gonna be what's going to happen after this we know oh, spider-man home right. far from home's coming out because sony's yeah. doing a bang up job about marketing that um you know and then there's nothing been released for 2020 two movies are coming out with no dates rumor right. has it it's dr strange 2 rumor has it yeah. it it's an unknown marvel property that will be new to the screen we don't know we'll probably talk about that as well um just kind of a, a very much a, a avenger heavy show and you know, we'll go from there.
4: Do you want do you want to hear uh, one of my calls for this movie and then another call that I wish was true, but I know it's not going to happen? Sure. Here's, yeah. here's yeah. my call for yeah. this movie. Yeah. Here's what they should do in this movie. And I hope, you know, it's possible. What they should do in this movie is they should make it the Back to the Future 2 of the Avengers universe, where I know there's going to be time travel in some way, but they should basically do time travel and go back to all the key events from the past 23 movies, because that's the way to kind of tie this all together. Like, this has never really been done in film before, where you have to tie in so many things. So if they said, you know what, these are the five or six most important moments, let's have the guys go back to those moments to do something. Oh, I don't know
1: what, if what were the stones sh- first show up or something like that?
4: Yeah, maybe it's like when the stones are first there to retrieve the fin- Infinity Stones. You know, if, if that's, that's one of the things I think is possible, and I would love that. And my call that's not going to happen is um, the Russo brothers were like, Oh, they, they tweeted it. They were like, oh, or maybe on Instagram they posted it. They were like, this is our last day. It's more emotional for us than Chris Evans because he's not really done with the character yet. They said that. And I was like, you know what would be cool if Captain America did die in uh, Endgame, but Chris Evans, who is becoming a director, directed the first, like, next Captain America movie with either Anthony Mackey or Sebastian Sean Stan taking over as uh, Captain America. Because if he was the director... Think of that way to like kind of grease people up into accepting a new Captain America. Everyone would be 100% behind it. You would put Chris Evans in the marketing. He'd be in the trailer in the, in the director's chair talking about how he understands the character, and people would be 100% behind it. But now that I saw that on the Disney streaming service there's going to be the Falcon and Winter Soldier oh, TV yeah. show, obviously neither of them are taking over the Captain America mantle, you know? Yeah, I but mean... Uh, it be uh, cool.
1: But like I said, I, I have a feeling that... I have a feeling, and I'll get more. I don't think Chris Evans is done with the character because I think Disney will do what they did with Robert Downey Jr. being like, we'll give you a percentage of the box office take, we'll give you a producer, sure. we'll we will find your director now, we'll finance one of your movies for like they're gonna do whatever they can for him to come back if they do Secret Wars or another major story arc. So, you,
4: you do you think they're gonna kill off any of the main people? Um, no, I don't. Did you I just watched the Bruin, Bruin, the Bruin the yeah, yeah, it Bruins. score. Yeah, Bruins
1: score. Um, <laughs> I you were mad at me. you gonna kill Um, I think, and again, and I, I, this is my concern is that the, to what makes I know it's comic I movie. Mean, no one's ever truly dead, but yeah. because of this, you've had emotional connections with these characters. Some people need to die and stay dead.
4: Like, I, I think that they will because now it's not comic books anymore. It's actual actors aging. So at some point, they're not going to come back. So to me, the people that would die in this movie that make the most sense are going to be Captain America and Iron Man. You don't need to kill off Ruffalo with the Hulk. You know, there's so much more that can be done, and it's mostly CG. And I can
1: uh, see, like I said, I can see see Tony Robert Downey Jr. becoming the new AI for Spider-Man suit.
4: That's cool. cool. Because he
1: does that in the Lionheart arc. Remember that girl makes the Iron Man armor and he is her Jarvis.
4: That's, see if he died and then there was a reveal of a new Spider-Man suit and he was the voice, that would be amazing. That's a great call. Did you call the Russo brothers and let them know that idea? Um, no, I mean they—they—they they, they kind of blocked
1: my number.
2: He's gonna, yeah.
3: I—I <laughs> I, I almost don't like the idea of that because I don't like the idea that Robert Downey would be like joking around with Spidey. And he's like, "You're inside me, Spider-Man." <laughs> you know,
0: <it's> like, <laughs> so, uh, like, like, what that.
3: what would you do if like uh, no one came back, but the only person that did was Uncle Ben? <laughs> Who,
1: wh- which Uncle Ben is it, Martin Sheen or?
3: It's Tim McGuire playing this universe's Uncle Ben. It's Michael Keaton being Uncle Ben, too, so he's like, how can you
1: be both? I would love that.
0: Hey, uh, it's that good of an actor. So speaking of Infinity Stones, I just wanted to show this. Uh, this came in the mail the other day, and uh, if you haven't seen Captain Marvel, this is a major spoiler. Uh, good boy. Uh, Here we go. I'll, I'll show you guys first.
4: Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. Is that is that a Funko Pop? Yeah.
0: So the flurkin uh, holding awesome. the... Flirt can hold in the uh, Tesseract. Yeah,
4: that's really cool. That's great.
3: Yeah, if I mean, he all his Funkos and threw them at you. one person, one after the other. I'm pretty sure he could kill a good five people with them.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's what uh, the one that
2: Leo has, you can just throw those and kill a couple people. Oh yeah, just uh, like, like if
3: he threw each one individually, I'm pretty sure he could rack up a good like five to seven amount of people dead. Just like if he was a throwing good one a after good
2: five other. to seven of seven people, <laughs> five to seven.
3: Yeah, a good seven to thirty type of people. <laughs> Um, How many would be critically
2: injured like, or, you know, severely injured?
3: Uh, between, like, 30 and 50 people, <laughs> they would be at least dead.
2: So uh, are, these, are these full-grown people? Are there children involved or maybe the, toddlers? There
3: are full-grown adults holding children. Oh, all right. Like, like infinite pre-baby, you know, like... They're mother. almost children, but less so. You know. Why isn't
1: anybody thinking about the children? Why isn't anybody thinking of the children? It's way
2: easier to kill. As we're chucking plastic at them, that's why. Uh,
1: well, see, you, you throw the plastic there, you're like, "Ooh, toy!" There we go. Like then, you know, see what yeah, happens. Yeah,
3: it's just you don't even have to throw that hard with hemophiliac kids. You know, it's what? like
0: it's, it could just be like an avalanche thing? of Funko's falling down. You know, it's uh.
4: This this seems like a good place for this. I thought about this the other day and I wrote it all down. This is this is my how, pitch. How did how did let him speak? I, I, was,
2: him speak. Just, <laughs> I, I was amazed that he was going to continue. I thought he was going to say, "This seems like a good place for this," and you just disconnect. Yeah,
3: about that. If this segues into something, I'm all, I'm <laughs> on
2: board. He he's, he's there with a
1: button, being like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Click.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I came up with this idea last week, and I I, I am really behind it. Uh, in a lot of the film projects I do with Tell him, Steve, Dave we really focus on replicating 80s and 70s film stuff in terms of like the tracking and the color and stuff like that so i have to do all that in you know the editing and kind of really create like, a specific feel um and i've really like appreciated that one of my biggest projects where we took we took a 1950s monster monster movie we shot new footage and we put this new character in this old footage and tried to make a believable trailer like really happened it was it was it was kind of like that yeah it was very much like that but it was with a the character Baron Von Flanagan in this old 1950s Mexican movie. It was crazy. Love it. The Baron's it was awesome. The Baron's was awesome, up. by the way. If it you was, don't listen was, to,
2: the, to the show, the Baron's awesome.
4: Yeah, absolutely. But my idea was I would love if Marvel let me do an ultra low budget movie that was made with the 80s tracking and the blue lines and the soft filters and stuff like that, to make it look like an 80s horror movie. And it was just an alternate universe movie. And it was Marvel Zombies as if it was made in like 1981. And we released it on like a streaming service and maybe just did VHS copies, but made it like a B horror movie with all, you know, basically from the point of view of people on the street, regular people coming across Spider-Man, Wolverine, Captain America, Incredible Hulk, all the people that were in Marvel zombies in this That's, shitty horror movie format I would, in the
1: eighties. I would pay for that. So much. It was a B wouldn't that be awesome. B
4: rated horror film. Like wouldn't that be so great? We that. could do so much. You know, you know what would be cool about it is if we got like little cameos here and there. Like, what if Tobey Maguire played that Spider-Man? That would be amazing. Just, well, just little ones. Well, Spider-Man's well, only there for 10 minutes.
3: That'd be so upsetting because like all that Spider-Man does in Marvel zombies is cry. <laughs> That's all he
1: does. So he, he's Spider-Man 3 all over again. So. No! Well, yeah, see so, 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 so you'd have to get the uh, Captain America from like the the 80s and yeah. like you could do that. You could yeah, have has Hall, Hall
4: to Hall, be Hall. Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say Would you get
3: Lou Ferrigno? Would you get Lou Ferrigno? Yes, yes. <laughs> See,
4: imagine, imagine if you did this with these little cameos and they were just there for a couple minutes. But could and he, he hear you though?
0: What? Why? Oh, come he's, on, really? Deaf?
4: No. <laughs> I really get <laughs> like the I'll O feel
1: for feel making death. a joke that me like like for no
0: Uh Stacy says, "I want to be in a zombie movie."
4: Oh, that's my. That's my. She's. She's in. Well, no. See, here's the thing. We <laughs> have a sponsor.
1: Who ha- you know, we-, we we could just shoot it like be like like Gorilla style, like Blu-ray type. We have yeah. a sponsor who does zombie coffee. Like there you go. Just submit to submit it to uh to submit it to Bob Iger and Kevin Fight. Yes. and just see what they say. More I mean, you know, I'm, gonna, gonna find-
4: I'm gonna find all the emails I can and just start sending it. That's what I'll do. If that's that's how I move forward. That's what I'm gonna do. It's
2: worked for you so far. You yeah, right. you have all these other yeah. cool things working. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you heard it
3: here, folks. That's right. that the best way for employment.
1: I mean, it, it, it sounds like they have nothing really going on after Endgame, so like you have all these characters to play with. It, it again,
4: is the, what I will say, that? after Endgame, it is the point in time where you can start really playing with this universe in those really wacky, out there ways. One of the new things in the Disney streaming service. Is a TV series called What If, and it's the what oh, if yeah. Marvel series.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, so it's kind, of, it's kind of in the realm of that a little bit. Yeah, they already announced one of the first episodes is going to be Captain Carter. If, oh. um, uh, Agent Carter was Captain America, um, and those cool. roles reversed. But like I said, I already said I want to see the What If of Th- uh, Thanos wins if Thanos yeah. won. Like that yeah, comic yeah, is awesome. I was telling yeah, yeah. them about it, and it's just such a great one off story. Yeah, arc.
4: I love that stuff. So uh,
1: I want
0: more. Craig says, my Fire TV suggested movies uh, would make the worst of film critics vomit. LOL.
2: Mm. Mm. Ah. (laughs) On that
0: note... (laughs) Uh, Well, it's about that time. We're going to wrap things up. I want to remind everybody there's going to be no show this Sunday since it is Easter. Our next show is going to be Tuesday and then uh, Wednesday.
3: There's going to be humanoid bunny shitting in my yard.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. Happy zombie Jesus day.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have to find the eggs. (laughs) They have prizes in them.
0: And uh, before I leave, uh, (laughs) did any of you check the boys trailer from Amazon?
1: I saw it. I will watch it.
2: Yeah, I'll watch it. Okay. I don't don't have have any very very
1: adult uh, It's
2: a very adult uh, superhero show on Amazon. I know. Right, yeah. Looks crazy. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Check it out. A little little guy dives into a girl's uh, crotch.
4: (laughs) I I dig it. I write this in the
0: So, Chuck, where do you like people following you?
4: Uh, well, I'm at, I'm at discount Chuck on Instagram and Twitter, all the updates for everything go through there. And then on Facebook, uh, the Chuck and Brad podcast and chuckandbradpodcast.com for all the dates. And if you're interested in in this kind of stuff, nerd culture, this is kind of like, um, you know, it's bringing it to the stage in like a, in a comedy setting. So it's a kind of a combination. If you like comedy and you like this stuff and you want to see people kind of play with it a little bit in a tribute way, it's almost like Shaun of the Dead and zombie movies. It's not like making fun of the Avengers. It's like we love the Avengers and we want to put our own spin on presenting a story. Uh, It's going to be really, really fun. you're in Hartford this Thursday, April 25th, uh, New York, Saturday, April 27th at the Pit Loft, and Sunday, Laugh Boston in Boston on Sunday, April 28th. Yeah, it's going to be great. I just followed you.
0: And uh, if you want more more information on those events, check the show notes down below or up above. And I have a link to all the Facebook events so you can get the information for the show you want to go to. Whether it's Boston, New York, or Hartford, Kevin. yeah. Thank you very much uh, for having
4: me, you guys. I know yeah. this is the last minute thing, and I really, really appreciate it. That's awesome.
0: Well, oh, thank you. I, I'm. Thanks for like, coming on. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, yeah, was, I love this.
4: Yeah. Thing, right? I was
0: glad was we did. I'll yeah. do it.
4: Yeah. If you guys, and, you guys, guys grew, uh... like, hey, you want to just come on and talk about something, I'm down. So just hit me up.
3: Cool. Yeah, and I really do hope after through all this, we all become good friends.
4: Me too. Me too. Alex, <laughs> who the hell are you again?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's okay, little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my turn. Kevin. Video. Yes. Uh, A Knuckle on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Every Sunday, the Dorkening Tuesday Wicked Horror Show. Doing uh, the Wicked Horror Reviews with Wolfie. And in June, Black and White Fright is starting with uh, some of the guys from Seek Underground Hideout that will also be on the Dorkening Podcast Network.
0: Nice. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can Find me at Boy Meets Phone on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and also... Um, YouTube, yeah, that thing. Um, and also, Yo St. Laurent on those same social media channels. Why did I blink on YouTube? <laughs> <I don't
4: remember. laughs> What's this thing everyone uses for videos? Uh, it's owned by Google. Google. Uh, Twitch. Pornhub. <laughs> 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 RedTube.
2: Alex.
3: Casuals. You can find me at pure underscore Alex Hoy on Twitter. You can find me pure pure un- Alex underscore Hoy on Instagram. And I'm doing artwork. I have uh, I have a twitch. You can see me stream my artwork and uh, I have some exciting new stuff coming up that I'm, I'm excited to show you. I also have a coffee now ko f I If you want to give me some coffee or the same amount of one you just you know send me three dollars I guess the same price of a coffee if you want to donate to me so I can continue in my ever going amount of stress trying to be a graphic artist while people fuck me over with payments Please <laughs> enjoy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I get cumby's coffee. Mine's only ninety nine cents. Anyways, James, I'll take anything at this point. <laughs> uh, you can find me uh, at Longtime Storm on the tweets and Instagrams, as well as here every uh, Wednesday for uh, Dorks the Podcast, as well as the comic bu- the Untitled Comic Book Book Club um coming out probably sooner than later but uh definitely alex posted a bunch of cool artwork i know a bunch of us on the Dork network shared it check it out it's awesome it's really well done um it actually does show what some independent artists do go through in some of the stories they do here and it's really good artwork work so definitely check it out again give him a give him a quick shout out give him drop him three bucks for a coffee and uh like i said his his artwork is definitely uh definitely worth it awesome Awesome. yeah actually,
3: actually look at it don't just like oh yeah i'm sure he does. look at it i actually and read try. it
1: yeah. and it's funny i did just... two
3: films for fuck's sake come on just do it
1: <laughs> and it's in some of the stuff is is actually pretty funny too so yeah awesome. believe it or not
0: leo believe well uh yeah my name is Leo Pond. just google me you'll find a bunch of stuff most of it's true maybe not i have no idea i haven't checked in a while but like you heard we do the show i'm going
3: to start making articles <laughs> So every time you do that, I'm going to make articles that are going to have really messed up headlines. Uh, Please do.
0: Please do. Uh, But like you heard, we do the show multiple times a week. You are watching Dorks to Podcast. So the audio version normally drops on Thursday, and we're doing live shows every now and then. Uh, We also have our comic book club coming up. We're going to be launching that soon. Sunday is The Dorkening, which is live at 10 a.m. Eastern. The Wicked Horror Show comes at you Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. And uh, also a couple other shows on the network, That Strange Show. Definitely check them out And Secret Underground Hideout on our growing network. And I want to thank you all for checking us out tonight. Have a good night. Bye. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks, Chuck.
4: Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah.
0: Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I'm sure you're going to enjoy the rest of the shows on our network. We do tons of content. Uh, If you want to join us live, you can find us live most every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern. The Wicked Horror Show is 9 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays, normally with a special indie horror celebrity guest. And uh, Wednesdays, we're going to try to do the Wednesday shows uh, live a little more often. But uh, we record our Dorks podcast and also the comic book show. And also on our network, you can find That Strange Show and Secret Underground Hideout. And obviously, you can find all the shows on thedorkening.com or iTunes, Google Play, just about everywhere you can find your podcast. I want to thank you for listening and have a good day.